You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Great to have everybody with us today. Welcome to a new week. How you doing today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty uneventful. Sat around doing... uh, Trying to learn uh, texturing and 3D modeling. Yeah, it's quite quite fun. Well, that's good. You gonna 3D print me a house? Well, not that kind of 3D modeling, though. Uh, you probably could convert it to that kind of like print, you know, a printable. But yeah, hmm. I'm doing fine, by the way. Thank you. I saw something rather rather shocking. Now you might be asking what I saw that was rather shocking because everything that we just kind of prepped with here. All that was shocking, right? Everything. Now, that's that we got all that coming up this week. We, we're not going to do all this in one day because if we did that, we'd be sitting here for three and a half hours going over each and every one of those audio clips. So we're going to have to spread that out over the week. Joe Biden reaching for his mask that he couldn't find was something that shocked me. That shocked me. I, I couldn't couldn't believe what I was seeing. Here's a guy who is who's at the top of his game, who is who is revered and spoke with such enthusiasm and and whatever the hell the, the mainstream media said after his State of the Union speech. He can't find his mask. He's outside. Did you hear what I just said? He's outside. He's reaching for his mask. The man's been supposedly double vaccinated. The CDC even says if you've been va- fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask outside. So why is he doing it? Why is he doing it? Oh, I mean, we've been saying the entire time that you don't you shouldn't have to wear a mask outside anyway. So it's not airborne, at least not from that that respect. It's, you know, the the vector is not aerosolized. No, it's not. not. What shocked me the most was how long has he been in office? We're we're over 100 days. Is it 115 days, 116 days? Something not that that. long. I I don't think it's that long. I think it's only like 108 or something like that. Okay, but we're over 100 days, right? Yeah, we're over 100. Oh, by the way, where are my manners? Bruce, happy belated commie day. Sorry. Where are my manners? That's right. Yeah, Where that's are my right. Manners? It was uh, May 1st. Yeah. yeah. May Day protests were going on all over the world. Of course, that was for justice and equality. That wasn't a, a super spreader event or anything like that, because let's be honest, the injustice and the inequality and the inequity in the world is so much more, uh, so so much more of a pandemic and a public health crisis than than COVID. So that's fine. Yeah, that, that's OK. And of course, the police, you know, they, they were the they were the ones that were the, you know, the, the, the brutes out there beating on the, the peaceful protest, mostly peaceful protesters. Yes. Well, I mean, when 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 your goal is complete world domination, I mean, a little pandemic can't be in your way. You know? No, it, no your narrative. Not. And has of course, to it, could, shift. it couldn't be something that could maybe help you get there through the use of draconian measures and emergency procedures and things like that. Of course, I mean, it's, you know, just, I'm just saying. Anyway, getting back to the mask thing. Okay, so Biden's been in office over 100 days, yeah? hundred and... Yeah, so the the speech he gave before Congress was 99 days. 99 days. Okay, so we're over 100 days now, correct? Yeah, I think we're at like, what, 108, 109? 108, okay, so, okay. Yeah, well, it's... We're it's over 100 days. Like that. Yeah. All right, that, that's my point. We're over 100 days. Yeah. What was Biden's initial thing? He was going to implement a mask mandate for 100 days, right? It was 100 days? Yeah, only 100 days. 100 days. Okay, only 100 days, right? 100 days and it was no problem yet. We're going to get 100 million vaccinations and 100 million Americans and a 100-day mask mandate, 100, 100, 100. Yeah, all the way across, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so as of yesterday, the TSA extends the face mask requirement until September. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's well, I mean, if we're using the same calculations as last year, you know, 14 days equals mm-hmm. one year. So 14, 14 months is what they actually that's what they meant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a clerical error. Yeah. Same thing here. It's just a it's just a, you know, a little, a little bit of a clerical error. They they mm-hmm. they calculated wrongly. It's going to take a little bit more, a little bit longer. The Transportation and Security Administration has extended the face mask requirement that was set to expire in mid-May, right? A hundred days, right? Just a hundred day mask. That's all you need, right? That's all you need. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the next thing. Doesn't end. 
doesn't it? It's the next thing. Think vaccines are going to fix it? You're sorely mistaken. Excuse me. You think experimental gene therapy is going to fix it? You're sorely mistaken. Where are my manners? Calling it a vaccine. What's wrong with me? So uh, they're going to extend these for several more months. And of course, when you get to September, then it'll go to uh, January. And of course, when you get to January, then it'll go to this time next year and, and so on and so forth. Uh, now, they're, they're citing the need for travelers to continue minimizing the spread of the novel coronavirus. Now, under these new face mask requirements, travelers over the age of two will be required to wear face masks at the airports, onboard airplanes, and over-the-road buses, commuter buses, and rail systems, the department announced on Friday afternoon. So, let me get this straight. 14 days, that didn't do it. Then it turned into three months. Then it turned into nine months. Then it was. Then we're. Then we were back to. Well, if you just get Biden elected, then it's a hundred days, and it'll all go away. Uh huh. You, are you seeing how this plays out? Next thing. So, and of course, the, do, do you remember that? You remember that doctor we played on uh, on CNN? You know, what's the carrot going to be? Yeah, you know, for the for the next. Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh huh. Mm-hmm. So if states open at a hundred percent, then people are going to go out and enjoy all these freedoms. What's the carrot going to be to take the vaccine? She now says that the American people need to be held hostage uh, and and be promised their freedoms. If they only take the vaccine, that's the only way they're going to get it. It's the only way they're going to get it. Yeah, Fauci was also mentioning that um, as more data comes in and they they you'll find that people that are vaccinated won't have to wear masks. Right. So how are you going to know whether someone's vaccinated or not? I mean, you know, public transportation, you know, all these these uh, uh, you want to travel, those kind of things. So simple solution, just. You know, so you don't have to wear a mask when you're on a flight or on a train or something like that. Let's just have a digital scorecard that shows whether you've been vaccinated or not. And if you've had your boosters and, you know, uh, if you're you're being effective at uh, your your um, climate, you know, curbing how much emissions you have and everything, you know, and uh, it'll, it'll be better. It'll be for a better society. So a TSA official said in a statement, right now, about half of all adults have at least one vaccination shot and masks remain an important tool in defeating this pandemic. Do they? Really? Wouldn't you expect vaccines to be even more effective than a piece of paper? I mean, one would just assume that looking at it from a logical and common sense standpoint. Well, uh, just real quick, we we all know that the, the previous viruses that we've nearly eradicated we we had to lock down for years and masks and vaccinations and you know you know that's how we defeated like polio for example right that's that's how we right. that's how we beat it yeah that's uh-huh. yeah we we shut everything down yeah, sure right, right sure she went on to say that um we will continue to work closely with the center for disease control and prevention because of course they've been stellar through this whole thing they've been looking at evidence and science and and all the rest of it yeah of course, GP would probably smack me for being sarcastic about that. Now, they're going to continue to work with them to evaluate the need for these directives and recognize the significant level of compliance thus far. Compliance. Uh-huh. You know, I saw a video th- uh, yesterday of a guy who got thrown off of an airplane. They had to bring security in and escort him off the plane because he wasn't wearing a mask in between bites when he was eating something. This will continue as long as you allow it. The TSA put out a tweet on their official Twitter verified blue checkmark account. Anybody can go see it. They put out a video. It says, we want your travels to be as safe as possible because the government's going to keep you safe. The TSA, did, listen to that right there. We want your travels to be as safe as possible. The TSA, the Transportation Security Administration of Travel in the United States, they're in every damn airport you go to. They haven't caught a single terrorist in over 20 years. They haven't caught a single terrorist. Want to keep you as safe as possible? How about you catch somebody and prove your usefulness? How about that? Continue wearing your face mask through the TSA screening process. It's a requirement in place for everyone's benefit. Yeah, it's for everyone's safety. Yeah, it's, it's for everyone's safety. Do your part. Yeah, do your part. Yeah. Uh-huh. So their decision comes as the U.S. has been vaccinating millions of... You know what? I'm not even going to go. Anyway, the initial mask mandate was put in place at the beginning of February... Now, the CDC, of course, updated their own guidelines for mask wearing, saying that fully vaccinated people could forego masks when outside with others. Then, of course, then they go down into like all the lists of everything that's. Yeah. So Biden continues to wear his mask outdoors anyway, even though he's had a couple of these Franken shots or whatever they are. And he still continues to do it. Virtue signaling. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people wagging their fingers in everybody's faces. I'm tired of the phones. You know, the day this hasn't happened to me yet. 
And I don't feel sorry for the first person that does this to me. But thank God, at least I'm in a place where they have laws against this, at least for the foreseeable future. The first person I see... That will be changed very soon. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. The first person I see sticking one of those damn cameras in my face from their phone... That phone's going to get smashed into a thousand pieces. I assure you. I will not be as nice as these people that you see just standing there and doing all the rest of it. I will smash that phone of yours. And you'd be lucky if it's not over your own damn head. Just one man's opinion. Just one man's opinion. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Go about your life. Don't bother me. I'm not bothering you. Why would why would I bother you? I have no reason to bother you. I don't know you. I'm busy trying to take care of myself and everything else around me. I don't have time for you. If you want to be one of these little mask Nazis or one of these little Karens or whatever in the hell these idiots are, if you want to be one of these sad, pathetic individuals, then you go right ahead. I will not participate with that. I will not participate with that. Those types of people right there, they're the first ones to get onto those train cars, to use a World War II analogy. They're the first ones because they think they're doing good. They're doing right. They're doing what they're told. These are the people that have complied their entire lives. They've conformed their entire lives. And now they're just conforming in a bigger way because they think by them doing what they're told, they're helping everyone else out. They're helping out society. When in reality, you're paving the way for your own destruction. That's what you're doing. And you're so stupid, you don't even realize it. I made the mistake in going to uh, the TSA's Twitter feed to, to watch that video. Oh, you I did wanted not. to make sure that it was still up and they hadn't received any backlash and removed it or anything just so the listener can find it. Yeah, not just the video uh, annoys me. Uh, it's the other posts that they have uh, talking about how you shouldn't bring a firearm on an aircraft and everything. Um, uh, need I remind you that before pandemic stuff, before any of this, I've already had an issue with TSA because Second Amendment says, look, you know, when, when you're traveling among states, um, you have the right to bear arms. I, I, I'm sorry. Firearms are, are constitutional rights. You should not have some government or company or state or whatever telling you you can't carry a firearm in, in the United States. But that's another topic. We're not talking about that. We're talking about COVID and the, the dumbass restrictions they're doing. The video is infuriating, not because it's some stupid double masking nonsense, not, not because of that, which that's stupid and in its own right. They're using kids in the video as well and forcing the kids to wear the masks. And they're, they're trying to manipulate you and, and use you. You heard what Fauci said on the clip we played on Friday. You heard what he said. He couldn't even give the woman on the Today Show. That's what it was on, by the way. And I mean, I, I don't even really care, but he couldn't even give her an answer. She's sitting there flat out asking him, hey, um, I don't have to wear a mask according to the CDC guidelines, but you're telling me that my little kid has to wear a mask outside? And he can't even give her the right answer. Fauci's going to go down for all this. That would be my guess. That, that's my guess is he's going to go down. My guess would be they're going to throw him to the lion's. That's my guess at this point. Now, I don't know if he's eyeing up of... Yeah, Fauci. Nah. You don't I think don't they're going to throw him to the wolves? Uh -uh. All right. So uh, continuing on here. As if that wasn't bad enough, right? Fauci can't give her a straight answer. You seem to be getting extending policies coming out of the federal level. Okay. So what are health experts doing, right? Experts. I'm doing the air quotes. Experts. What are they doing? Well, they're trying to encourage the CDC to implement permanent mask mandates. Permanent. You hear this? Permanent. Health experts are insisting that C the CDC should implement permanent mandates even after the COVID-19 pandemic ends. It's not going to end. Despite many areas of the U.S. beginning to open up again, and anecdotal evidence suggesting a significant drop in the number of people routinely wearing masks, some people don't want to go back to normal. Some don't want to do that. By the way, do we have any uh, updates on that Neanderthal action of the Texas Rangers having a baseball game at 100%? Yeah, they, they all died now. Oh, all of them okay. are dead, right. including okay. including the team. They're all dead. Okay. Both teams, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, no, see, it was the Rangers that was the, the problem team. See, they oh, were the right. Ones that said right. It was, yeah, so, because yeah. the virus knows. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I yeah, forgot yeah. where my man. Right. 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 So, that, yeah, you notice that the, the states that are open 100%, you notice the media is conveniently ignoring them. They're, they're ignoring them. They're not paying any attention to them at all. We have seen the benefits of masking that occur. Now, that's according to a health director named Nicole Alexander Scott, who was talking to the Providence Journal. So there may be a new form of normalcy where masks don't necessarily have to go away. You hear how sick these people are? 
They're sick. This is a psychological issue with these people. If this was the 1950s, these people would be in an institution, in a straitjacket, in a padded room, whacked out with Thorazine screaming. Instead, we're revering them for whatever reason. I'm not sure. What's the the, the other thing is, is what is their long term goal? Right. I mean, because we, we've talked about it. It fits in with what you're saying there. Right. It, it's essentially getting you to comply with the mask and you're already complicit. You're you're essentially broken, if you will. And you'll you'll comply with whatever the next step is. So the game doesn't fit their social credit scoring system that they're wanting to do the, the new normal that they're trying to create. It doesn't really fit well, that because our normal, unless our, our normal doesn't fit the social credit system. So we have to change it to where it does. And you have to right. get a complying populace. When you and I were studying the structure of social credit, one thing that was very clear about the implementation of that, it has to be something that the populace accepts. If they don't accept it, then the system will not work. The people have to accept its implementation. So you have to give it to them in a structure that they're going to take. But I think that the yeah. I think that these people with, with all this stuff with COVID, the political class, the, now the, the bureaucracy and the health departments and all the rest of it, they are now in with the delusion that everybody is on board with this and they're not. That's how disconnected they are. Actually, I, I, I don't know that that's entirely true. Let me propose this idea. What if the entirety of the pandemic and any future pandemics they'll trigger or shutdowns caused by EMP or hacking or any of those things, right? Any of the things that they're, they're planning in the future. What if those are not, it's not a try to get the people on board with whatever your agenda is or, or breaking them. It, it, it's breaking them. That, that's a, a beneficial side effect. What if it's more of a, we're getting you detached from your normal life. It's been a year. It only takes you 21 days to create a new habit. Everybody's habits have been broken. If you're in a lockdown state, even in non-lockdown states, you have new habits now. Masks are part of life now because the habits have been formed. People, you, I mean, how many of you go out there and don't think about masks at all now? Me. But we still do because we observe the people that aren't wearing masks. Yeah, because you, well, I observe the people that aren't and I also observe the people that are. Now, you can call that right. research purposes if you want. The only reason I look at it is because of what we talk about here every day. I mean, it's kind of hard to get away from it's it. It's part really of our can. life now, though. That's yeah. my point is it's part of our life now. So what if this is all just a getting us detached from the, the normalcy that we were used to? And then when they they're, they're creating a problem and they'll propose a fix to that problem. Let, let's use this new social credit system. We can get back to a, you know, similar to normalcy again. And if you follow these rules, you'll have a normal life again. Does that mean that you're going to have prosperity and free market and and no no see we we have to have a more fair and equitable for everyone but <laughs> oh, rest yes, assured yes. your life will be normal somewhat normal somewhat normal so, yeah. somewhat normal you kind of maybe unknowingly triggered now that we have to play something you said that what if there's something else that they're cooking up what if there's something else that's that's coming you didn't honestly think that it was going to end with with covid did you no 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 covid's not the end covid's the beginning i want you to listen for me if you will Klaus Schwab's number two, the managing director of the World Economic Forum. His name's like Jeremy Jurgensen or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know. All you have to do is just Google World Economic Forum managing director and you'll see who it is. This this pencil neck pipsqueak. This right here, when I hear this guy and when I see this guy, the, like the, the video of this guy, when I see this, wedgie. Okay, wedgie. This this is a person that would have had the wedgie and been crammed in a locker walking down mm -hmm. the hallway at high school. Swirly. Okay? Yeah. Swirly. Yeah. yeah. This guy. Now listen to this. There will be another crisis. Uh, it will be more significant. And, you know, we need to actually start preparing for that now. When we do see this next crisis, it will be faster than what we've seen with COVID. Uh, the exponential growth rate will climb, uh, be much steeper. Uh, the impact will be greater. And as a result, the economic and social uh, implications will be even more significant. Uh-huh. So uh, your your example there, calling him uh, number two is is accurate. You know what? Th these people, these people, I, you know something? I, I stand by what I said last week. Last week, we talked a lot about what's going on in the in the realms of like propaganda. When I said last week that these people are at war, they're at war. They're at war against you. They're at war against me. They're at war against your family, your community, your business, all of it. 
everything. They're not interested in giving you a solution to anything. The only solution they want is their final one, <laughs> if you want to get candid about it. That's all they're interested in. They're not interested in fixing this. They're not interested in what you have to say. If you think that you're going to fix this at a ballot box, you are sorely mistaken. The ballot box is what got us into this mess. I'll push back a little bit. It's not just the ballot okay. box. It's the people's inability to stay informed. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe we can split the difference on this because I can come back and say, we're voting for the same thing over and over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah. And it hasn't well, been a different just, result. Yeah. I mean, we've had opportunities to have different candidates, though. That That's the thing is they've never, never been primaried. But that said, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I'm saying it, it, it's it's a I'm trying to, to, to make a finer point in that because it, it's not just like voting uh, per se. It's also things like not being aware of what's going on in your schools, not being aware of what's going on in colleges or, at, you know, uh, governments at local levels. Because we're so unaware of everything that's going on around us, politically speaking, this is where we're at. And we're, we're allowing the government to effectively destroy our culture, our traditions. And because of that, we're reaping the rewards of that. I mean, the basic family structure, right? The the having a mother and father, kind of important, kind of a big deal. Religious institutions having a spiritual faith, it's being crushed, isn't it? Yeah. Because they don't want you to have faith in a higher power that's not them. When I say them, I'm, I have to be specific. I'm talking about Schwab and company. They want you to have your faith, your spiritual belief in them. It's a religion to these people. It's a cult. That's what it is. I would argue it's a death cult, but that's what they're doing. You know, I said a while back when we were talking about the psychological trauma of public health, and we were talking about that, I said, these people are two steps away from tracksuits and punch bowls. You know what? They don't need tracksuits and punch bowls. They got masks and vaccines. That's the same thing, isn't it? So a permanent mask mandate, okay? You don't need a tracksuit. You got a mask, right? You don't need a punch bowl. You got a vaccine that's going to do God knows what to you. Do, do you know we put the Nazis to death for this? The same thing. The Nuremberg Code, for anybody that hasn't read it, I advise you to go read it. Look what we did to the people that tried to do this. Somewhere, some snowflake that's listening to us, their head has just exploded because <laughs> you meant you're Nazis. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. But hey, Hey, you snowflake that is listening, you single snowflake, I hope there's a lot more of you that are listening. I'm not a fan of Nazis any more than you are. As a matter of fact, I'll take them out before your sorry asses will, I assure you, because I can see them. Apparently you cannot. So a permanent mask mandate. Now here's another one of these lunatics that claim to be for science. They say within the lifespan system, we're seeing far fewer of all of the respiratory viruses that we are used to seeing at this moment in the calendar year. So it's impressive. The COVID preventative strategies are having an impact on other respiratory viruses, which just makes sense. They spread in a similar fashion. How about the fact that you've literally renamed everything to COVID? You can't classify anything else because nothing else is counted. You can't even make that comparison. How is that for science-based and evidence-based and data-based? How? How can you sit there and call yourself a person that is practicing medicine and you make some BS statement like that? It's unbelievable, these people. So, if you have a permanent mask mandate, it, I mean, do they even actually work? Do they even actually work? Of course, the studies that you do see of them that say that they don't work, those are promptly shut down, right? Those are those are shut down. You can't see that. Well, there's a new study that's out now. And of course, I don't even know why I'm going to even go down this road because lo and behold, guess what they found? Masks don't work. If anything, they actually made the problem worse. What? Yeah. You, yeah. you mean you mean wearing a mask that only protects against 10 microns doesn't stop a 0.01 micron virus? What? I'm sorry, your, your chain link fence doesn't stop that thing. So they launched uh, a dashboard early in September. The first announcement, they included about 100,000 in-person students. They tested students. All of the data in that wave that came in from the schools and districts that opted into the study and provide their information, the data provided a first early look at case rates in schools. The most recent wave of data covering early February includes about 12 million students, of whom 6 million were in person. Okay, so about 50%. This is about 20% of all school enrollment in the United States, if you're wondering. So at this stage of the process, they're still collecting data from districts of schools who opted in, but they're also pulling in comprehensive data at either the school or district level from a number of states like New York, Texas, Massachusetts, and Florida. 
two of those states, Texas and Florida, are open. They've been open. They're at 100%, no restrictions, no nothing, except for pockets of lunatic city officials and bureaucrats. Well, Texas did. I mean, it was open, but they, they've they had mass mandates and whatnot. Abbott kind of went a little insane there for a time and then realized that his constituents weren't uh, happy with him and he doubled back. This is uh, literally as we were talking, this was sent to me. You're kidding me, right? I didn't even know it was possible to play an instrument through your mask. I didn't either. Oh, I, I don't I don't even know what to say to that. OK. Anyway. OK. So they went on down the list here and they say, yeah, I want to I want to clarify something real quick, just since we're kind of on the mask thing. My issue is not with the mask. That's not where my issue is. You want to wear a mask? Fine. That's your choice. My issue is with the government telling you you have to. My issue is with companies and, and, and businesses at this point, I, I at first I was kind of like, you know, you know, they, they can tell you Let to do it, you know, or not, and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm kind of like, no, no, I, I'm past that at this point. You, you guys, it's the subversion and the 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 strong arming that they're doing. That is my problem, not the mask itself. Just like I was saying earlier, the virtue signaling is what's pissing me off now. It's it's that that's what's pissing me off. It's not even so much. I mean. I, I don't like the strong arming edicts. I don't like that at all. But I don't like what that's doing to people. That's causing people to go against each other. And that's not what we need here. That's the idea, though, is for them to pit you against each other and don't go after them. Don't unify and go after them. That's the divisive tool right there. But see, this goes to a larger point. But anyway, back to the mask. We'll, we'll get into that here in just a little bit. So in areas of high community transmission, masked school students saw a case rate which is defined as a daily case per 100,000. Listen to this. 37% higher than non-masked school students or 19 cases per 100,000 in no mask required schools versus 26 in mask required schools. Even worse off, staff experienced a case rate of 84% worse in masked schools at cases of 19 per 100,000 in no masks required schools versus 35 per 100,000 in masks required schools. Huh. Interesting. So w w wait a minute. You're saying that this is actually making it worse? I is that is that what you're saying? You're, you're saying that, that, that masks are actually causing an increase? Is that what this study's showing? I mean, I'm I also wondering with what you're bringing up here, the, the people that are more likely to wear the mask are afraid. One of the things that's not really talked about when it comes to your health and everything is, or it's not mainstream, it doesn't seem like stress. Stress actually reduces your immune system's effectiveness. So when you are afraid of something, that makes you more stressed. You know, so when you, over a prolonged period of time, when you're under stress like that, it can degrade you physically and your, your immune system and everything. I wonder if there's any correlation there to the people that are terrified of the virus and the infection rate of the people that are terrified of it. I'm trying to figure out what you're terrified of. I, I'm, I'm still trying to understand that. You're afraid. Okay, I, I get that you're afraid, but of what? I, I don't understand. The idea... Is, is that it? Is that all that it is? I, I guess, because if if you're afraid of the virus, if you're truly afraid of the virus, you're not going to be some Karen in somebody's face uh, with a, a camera saying, why don't you wear a mask? Why don't you? If you were afraid of it, you would be socially distancing from that person and trying to avoid them because they're not wearing a mask. You wouldn't be trying to physically force them out of your establishment uh, because they're not wearing a mask. You would be socially distancing. You would be trying to get as far away from that person as you possibly could if you were truly afraid of it. No, what you're afraid of is they're not a part of your team. They're not wearing the same jersey as you. That's the problem. They're not virtue signaling like you are. And the vaccines have become a, I keep calling them that, the, the experimental whatever this is, has become a, a, a virtue signal now too. Oh, do you, do you have yours? Which one did you get? Oh, you, yeah. you don't have yours yet? Why not? Well, okay, you're not going to get it. Well, I hope I hope you don't die. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, l l let me explain something. We're now running into issues that you're seeing more people have adverse reactions, severe adverse reactions, and succumb to this, this experimental whatever in the hell this damn thing is, than you are of actual COVID. And I'm not talking about comorbidity. I'm talking about actual 100% COVID is what killed you and nothing else. You didn't have any underlying conditions. You didn't have anything like that. You just caught COVID and you died. That's what I'm talking about. You weren't immunocompromised. You weren't, uh, you, you know, overweight, uh, obese, diabetes, lung disease, any of that stuff, you know, heart problems, none of it. 
So what happened just the other day? I read about this yesterday. Tom Pappert over at the National File did a, did a story on this. A 15-year-old boy in Colorado died of a heart attack. A 15-year-old kid died of a heart attack two days after taking a Pfizer vaccine, and he had no history of medical issues. None. Now, first and foremost, I blame the stupid parents if they're the ones that are behind that. I know that you got the likes of Fauci out there saying that ultimately children are going to be vaccinated. Really? Are their parents going to be consulted about that? Or are you just going to do it without their permission or their knowledge in the schools that you have control of? Even at 15, I was bullheaded enough at that point. I was stubborn enough that uh, when I made up my mind, you were not changing it unless you could factually change my mind. You, you can ask my parents. At 12, I was even to that point uh, at 12. So having someone come in and say, you're going to be vaccinated or you can't attend this school, fight me. I mean, that, that's the mentality I, I had back then. I was a little bit angrier than I am now, which is ironic. It is ironic. Now, you might be saying, oh, that, that's not true. Some 15-year-old died of a heart attack. That's not true. That's some, that person over there at that right-wing media outlet, he's just an extremist and he's perpetuating some conspiracy theory based around that, right? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Well, guess where this person got it? They got it out of the VAERS system, the Vaccine Adverse Reaction reporting system. The case was listed in there under the ID number. Anybody can look this up. 1242573. And in that report, it reveals that a 15-year-old boy was vaccinated with the Pfizer BioNTech on April 18th of 2021. He began to experience adverse reactions to the vaccine on April 19th, 2021, and died on April 20th. 2021, two days after vaccination. The VAERS database also reveals that he had no other illnesses, no pre-existing conditions, no known allergies, no birth defects, no permanent disabilities. He merely died of cardiac failure exactly two days after receiving the jab. I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, in this case, the, the family really, I, I would want to be um, critical of the family, but given the circumstance, I don't have to be. I mean, their their decision has, has showed them their, their consequence, right? I mean, they, they've reaped it. They don't need someone to explain to them what happened. They know exactly what happened at this point. The The trouble is, is that was that was preventable. Uh, vaccines, I, I, this isn't, I guess we don't really talk about this when it comes to vaccines. I, I mean, this has always been a problem with vaccines. There's always people that die from vaccines. Yeah, it always has been. In the trials. There's always. In the trials. Yeah, not but even just, not even once they've been FDA approved, you still have people that True. die when they take the vaccine. True. Uh, and it, it doesn't matter what vaccine it is. There is still True. a chance uh, of, of that happening. But um, this is why we do the trials of, so long to, to make sure that we get a lot of, we mitigate a lot of this risk and we get right. it out of the way. Right. Sorry, go ahead. And, and, it, and there's also adverse effects that, that can happen for some of these vaccines. Honestly, this is expected. We knew this was going to happen. The actual numbers on it. We don't really have the actual numbers on it because they're not really reporting that. They're, they're, they're trying to sweep it under the rug. My concern is, is how many vaccines are there now that you have to take as a kid? Like, isn't it like something like 40 or so? Yeah, something like that. I, I mean, like when that. I was when I was a kid, I mean, I had the usual rounds. I, I didn't get like this MMR crap or, or any stuff like yeah. that. I got I got like polio and yeah, yeah. like all the major ones. That, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. two other things, two or three other things. And that was it. Uh, I even I even spoke to uh, uh, the person who has my shot record from back then. And it was nowhere near what it is yeah. now. Now it's just insane. It's just crazy. And there's really no need for it. I mean, and I'm I'm not going to go on this thing because, uh, listen, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I believe in the fact that vaccines are a proven thing. We've wiped out a lot of human suffering because of those things. But now we've entered a realm where we've got these unchecked Joseph Mengele mad scientist types that are in charge. And they've turned it into this monstrosity and they're hurting people. And it's inexcusable. Yeah. It's inexcusable. I, I will not sleep at night if I don't speak out against that and these these disgusting human beings. It's in everybody's faces. All this. It's in everybody's faces. And when I bring up the point that we're now seeing, we're starting to see, I, I guess we're not really seeing it in the open, but we're starting to see more cases like this. And we're, we're seeing adverse reactions and, and death surrounding the the administration of these, uh, well, whatever this is, then we're seeing of actual COVID. Forget comorbidity. I'm not, I'm not dealing in comorbidities because they can tie that to anything they want. But the actual COVID deaths themselves, 
when you even mention that, people just laugh. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. Because people don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit it. It's so over the top. It's so crazy that they don't want to admit it. But these are the same people that think, well, we're just going to get everybody vaccinated. We're going to get out of this mess, right? We're going to get out of this. We're not We're not going to have any more of this masking. We're not going to have any more of this social distancing. We're not going to have any more of this contact tracing, any more of these quarantines, any more of these lockdowns. No more restrictions, right? That's what you think. That's what you think. Do you really think that? Do you really believe that? If you're somebody that really believes that, I got a bridge in Arizona I'm ready to sell you. I got beachfront property in the Nevada desert I'm ready to sell you. Don't take my word for it. Bruce is laughing at me. Don't take my word for it. Listen to the head of the World Health Organization himself. He explains it better than I do. Oh, and by the way, he's explaining it to you from behind a mask. Listen to this. Vaccine would be essential for bringing the pandemic under control, which is why WHO proposed the ACT Accelerator. But it's important to emphasize that a vaccine will complement the other tools we have, not replace them. A vaccine on its own will not end the pandemic. Surveillance will need to continue. People will still need to be tested, isolated, and cared for. Contacts will still need to be traced and quarantined. Communities will still need to be engaged, and individuals will still need to be careful. We still have a long road to travel. Okay, so there you go. You think that by doing what you're told that you're going to get out of this. Oh, no, 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 no. This is only the beginning. You got the likes of Klaus Schwab's number two coming out because Schwab himself is not going to say it. So he puts his own little sacrificial lamb up there because if something goes wrong, he can just throw him to the wolves saying, oh, the next one's coming. No, no, don't, don't worry about this one. Don't worry about COVID. The next one's coming. It's going to be worse than this. See, they're just doing this now to, to scare you into compliance, to get you to do what they want and to see what your reaction is going to be. But regardless, it doesn't end with COVID. Even if you think that you're going to go back to normal, you're not. You're not. And believe me, Schwab himself is even saying that. He's come out and he's saying that now. We'll play that later on this week. We don't have time today. But right there, the head of the World Health Organization, who he himself, as far as I'm concerned, is a criminal. He oversaw at least a million cholera deaths in Ethiopia under his watch. And of course, because he oversaw that, well, then who owns the World Health Organization? Oh, it's Beijing, isn't it? Oh, you oversaw that. Well, you're a, you're a good person that we can put in place to oversee this, the uh, events at the World Health Organization with COVID. That's fine. You can oversee that. You'll do what you're told. They're telling you. They're telling everybody. If you play that right there, that audio right there, that, according to the mainstream media, is a conspiracy theory. They're telling you, go out and take a vaccine and you'll get your life back. You'll get your freedom back. You'll get to travel. No, you don't. No, you don't. If you're a European... Oh, yeah, you're going to go to Spain this year. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get your vaccine. You're going to get your thing or whatever. You're going to get it on your little phone there. We'll talk about tech this week. I want to talk about how, how ridiculous this tech is and how we we need to start instructing people on how to get the hell away from it, but still keep it, at least getting away from all the tracking stuff, what they can do to kind of mini minimize that risk. We haven't talked tech in a while. But anyway, you're going to go out there. You're going to do this. You're going to go down to the Costa del Sol. You're going to lay on the beach. Yeah, uh-uh. You're going to lay on that beach with a mask on because they've got a national mandate for you to have a mask on on a beach, on a beach while you're out there swimming in the ocean. You're my not going to get No, my my other concern with this is um, you, you, you mentioned tech there. Uh, one of the things I wanted to point out that he said was surveillance. We have to continue surveilling people. They they continue to do the surveillance and whatnot. I mean, I, I seen an article today that Russia's cracking down and, and, and using surveillance to track down protesters. Mm -hmm. For the Navalny stuff, I don't know. Even even if we get away from technology, not even really get get away from technology. If we get away from the tracking stuff and whatnot, there's so many other cameras, uh, other people that they they don't they don't get rid of their tracking stuff. And there's so many other ways to track someone nowadays that we can mitigate it. But that's all it's going to be is a mitigation. I mean, you're not going to get away from it. It, it, it it's it's going there's going to be even a greater crack, crackdown on this kind of stuff. I think. And the, the more they, they push this narrative, there was a, I had a thought on this just as an example, and, I, and I'll bring it back around. I'll, I'll circle back to the uh, tracking and whatnot. A thought with this, the whole elite and everybody, 
you see how they were kind of switching what they they were telling us, right? They were flip-flopping uh, with Fauci and whatnot. Don't wear a mask, wear a mask. You know, you shouldn't have to socially distance, socially distance. You know, all the, all the rhetoric that we've heard over the last year, the gaslighting. Now, the benefit of the doubt, the, the best case scenario I can give them as to why they were flip-flopping, COVID-19 is an engineered. Originally, it was a, it was a naturally occurring virus, I think. They just gave it gain of function, changed the, the targeting receptors. You know, this, we've talked about this. What if this was um, yeah, engineered, they knew it was engineered, and they were changing, flip-flopping so much because they legitimately didn't know this being a, the first engineered virus that really got out. Maybe, maybe they were concerned about how it was mutating and that kind of stuff. That's the greatest benefit of the doubt I can give them. But keep in mind, even if that were true, the amount of corruption and, well, technically illegal, illegal actions that, that took place to get to the point that that would be true, um, that these guys should be tried, but it's never going to happen. But to circle back around, the next one that they release, the, the next whatever, we're going to have to track everybody. We know what happens with this. We're going to get a vaccine out immediately. We're going to do, uh, you know, the vaccine passports. We're going to we're going to do all this stuff and ensure that you're properly social distancing because we have these people out there that are unwilling to comply with the the regulations that that we're putting in place, the the recommendations, and to ensure that we keep the population safe, we're going to have to put these. It's it's all going to be about security again. What do we know? What what have we heard? You give up your freedoms, your liberties, for the illusion of security, you will get and deserve neither. This is breaking. This is right out of gov.uk, so right from their website. They have just signed off on a £320 million ad contract for COVID-19-related ads until March of 2022. Oh. Oh, I thought it was going to be over in a month. So more of those... Look them in the eye. Look them in them the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, the uh, the Guardian is reporting, the, the London Guardian, they're, they're reporting that um, England is being urged to be patient amid reports that hugging may be allowed soon. Yeah. And, and at the same time, <laughs> Boris is, is, there's some kind of controversy or whatnot because of his spending and whatnot. So apparently he redecorated his apartment or something with political funds. Oh, is that what he did? Oh, yeah. The donations and whatnot. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, uh, we can pop out of here a little bit early today. Is there anything else that uh, that you wanted to touch on as far as like that that's been related to to this? Uh, well, here's the thing. This is a bit of a stretch, but I think it's tied because the coronavirus, in my opinion, is great reset. It's global dominance, right? We, we actually talked about this here just the other day, I believe, on our exclusive, but. I just wanted to point out that a lot of the mainstream medias and some of these, um, their relays uh, like Yahoo and, and some of these others, they're all they're all reporting now that um, cryptocurrencies are evil. And we've had some some big names come out and say cryptocurrencies are evil. They're the currency of terrorists, pedophiles and, you know, white supremacists, yeah, all that stuff they're, they're basically kidnappers, blah, 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 which, by yeah. the way. When we talked, when we talked crypto with uh, with that guest of ours on our exclusive, Bitcoin is not private. All the transactions are transparent. You can go and look them up. Now there yeah. are private coins out there. That that's true. There are private coins out there. Very few. Uh, I know of a few of them. But other than that, as far as as far as Bitcoin goes, and that's the one at the top of the mountain. As far as Bitcoin goes, you can pretty much go in and look at all that transaction information. That's yeah. not hidden. You may not know who it is, but it, it still opens it up for following paper trials and whatnot. But I, the reason I'm, I'm tying the two together with coronavirus, when they start going for these COVID passports and they start tying it to a social credit system, they have to get rid of crypto. They have to, they have to stifle any other digital currency and only have the centralized currencies because you won't be given access to your currency, to your Unless, well, your bank account will be seized if you're unwilling to follow the COVID re restrictions. If you don't properly socially distance and wear a mask in public, well, you go to work without a mask. Well, you're not going to get paid for that day or you're going to get fined and you're not going to be able to fight it because it's going to be taken straight out of your account. And OK, that's great. You go to court over it and let's say you win. Do you really think the government's going to give that money back to you? Do you really think? I mean. Even when it's like self-defense cases, right? 
if you use something in self-defense, you will not get that item back, even though the government is supposed to give it to you once you've won, cleared your name, all that. Um, by the way, that's that's also why you're when you have a firearm and, and for self-defense, you get one that's reliable but not expensive because you'll never see that firearm again if you do have to use it in self-defense. That was a side note. That was a freebie. No, I, I agree with you on that. And you know something? You're you're not going to get whatever property they take from you back. And you know what? Let's listen to Warren Buffett. Well, not exactly Warren Buffett, but Warren Buffett is sitting there on stage next to, and it's funny, you always see Warren Buffett with like an ice cream cone. Well, this week he's sitting there with a box of peanut brittle on stage giving a speech. So, I mean, he's a, he's a nice non-threatening old man. Who's, who's up there with some candy or some ice cream that's, uh, that really cares about you and your family. But let's listen to Charlie Munger, who is sitting right next to him. Okay, now, for those wondering, who the hell's Charlie Munger? He's an American billionaire investor, just like Buffett and Gates and the rest of them. He's a businessman, a former real estate attorney, architectural designer, and a philanthropist. That means he's got a tax-exempt foundation that he launders his money through mm -hmm. when they say you're mm -hmm. a philanthropist. He is also... Oh, sorry. Are you going to say he's vice chairman of Berkshire Hathaway? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know if you had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do have that now, which is, of course, a conglomerate that's controlled by Warren Buffett. Mind you, he's sitting there on stage with him. Let's hear what he had to say about cryptocurrencies. Well, <laughs> those who know me well, uh, well are just yeah. waving the red flag of the bull. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I hate the Bitcoin success. Oh, oh you do. And. I don't welcome a currency that's so useful and to kidnappers and extortionists and so forth, uh -huh. nor do I like just shuffling out a few extra billions and billions and billions of dollars to somebody who just invented a new financial product out of thin air. That makes you so, irrelevant. I think I should say modestly that I think the whole damn development is disgusting and contrary to the interests of civilization. Mm. And I'll let, leave the criticism to others. Oh, well, thank you for that. I'm all right on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Warren Buffett, he's all right on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you notice he said, uh, he said the success of cryptos is what he's angry at. It's, a, it's an interesting delineation there, uh, how, how, uh-huh. Yeah. He doesn't want the little man to have the uh -huh. chance or the ability to become billionaires themselves. Robin Hood, same thing. Yep. Oh, no, you, you, the little guy, you're going to step up and you're going to enter our world. Oh, no, you're not. Yeah. See, that's who you're up against. People like that, scum like that. That right there, that's human garbage. That right there. And, and don't give me this crap about, oh, uh, he's a rich man. He's going to pay his fair share. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the aura that is around trash like this. They think that they are what the Nazis called themselves, the Ubermenschen. We're the Untermenschen, right? We're the useless eaters. That's what we are to someone like that. He doesn't like that someone else can have success other than him. He doesn't want to have to, you, you, you heard him, he doesn't want to have to shuffle out billions. Like it's just no thing to him. People are sitting around their tables. They're trying to figure out how they're going to make it work because they've been out of work. They've lost their jobs. They're being threatened. They're being scared. And you hear garbage like this put forth an opinion about something that he knows nothing about. Nothing. He doesn't know how things work down here at the grassroots where all the rest of us are down here in the trenches. People like that don't come up out of their ivory towers. People like that are hated by their own family. They're so miserable and morally bankrupt that they usually don't have anyone around them. They're so hollow and disgusting. You get around these people and, and the, the hair on the back of your neck just crawls of how disgusting these people are. They don't talk to their staff. They don't talk to their gardeners. They don't talk to their, their admins, the people that cook their food. They don't have any appreciation for any of these people, the little people like us. You see, to these people in the manners of COVID, you think COVID-19 or Corona, whatever you want to call it, you think that's the virus. No, 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 no. You're looking at it in a different way. Last week, I said they're at war. The art of war is deception. People like that, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Munger, all the rest of these idiots, they're at war. But see, the war to them is not COVID or Corona. That's not the war to them. The war to them is us because COVID's not the virus. We are. I want to point something out that Munger said here. Notice that his argument as to why he doesn't like Bitcoin or, or cryptos in general is not factual and it like he doesn't bring forth any kind of factual evidence like a statistic or a number or any of those things 
He brings forth an emotional argument. All he does is pull on your emotions. Uh, the the other thing is is he's criticizing. He's long criticized cryptos for their extreme volatility and lack of regulation. That literally all regulation is used for is to stifle competition and stifle growth. That's all it does. It, it doesn't like. There's a f- very few times that regulation is actually a good thing, and all the other times it, it it's. I mean, when has it been good for us? When when has it been good for? our economy or, or business or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, government getting involved is never a good thing. So uh, I, the extreme volatility, a uh, stock market, I'm sorry, uh, cryptos are the, are just as volatile as the stock market. And right now I would, I would argue that the stock market is a little bit more volatile because it's, it's in a bubble and it's been in a bubble for a while. It, it's, it's, it's getting close to bursting. And honestly, we, we, we have a president that's, um, Proposing another six trillion dollars in spending, um, not to mention some of the other stuff that he's wanting to push through, like taking our guns and those kind of things. How many more trillions is that going to cost us to try to the, to fund those things? It, it, it's this is um, it's amazing. I heard some statistics on our spending uh, and and the prices that we paid back in the day for like the you know moonshot and you know those things. It, they were adjusted for our current currency prices, by the way, they were only billions (laughs) only, right? Only. They were only in the billions. Now we have trillion dollar plans. In fact, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan that we've been waging for the last 20 some years, um, that hasn't even cost a trillion dollars yet. On the bright side, Bruce, um, when you go outside in the coming days, make sure you're looking up uh, and make sure that this doesn't doesn't hit you. Uh, the 21 metric ton core stage of China's Long March 5B rocket will make an uncontrolled re-entry in the coming days following the space station launch just the other day. Uh, just to give people an idea, since the 1990s, nothing over 10 tons has been deliberately left into orbit to re-enter uncontrolled. Just thought I'd like to point that out. So that's going to be falling out of the sky and crashing back to Earth. And I think the last one that fell out of the sky from them uh, came within like, what was it, like 100 feet and almost squashed somebody? I mean, that that would be a mercy killing in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. We're out of time. We're going to have to go. So, yeah, uh, that... That billionaire garbage, yeah, you can you can walk on with that stuff. I don't have time for you. All right, people like that, people like that right there, that's the problem. That's not the solution to anything. That right there is the problem. So anyway, we're going to get out of here. But yeah, we got a lot of good audio to talk about this week. Too much to play here. Uh, otherwise, we'd be sitting here for another uh, two or three hours. Got a lot coming up this week, so make sure, you're, uh, make sure you're tuning in. For those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram channel, get over there, get signed up to us. You'll get access to all of our podcasts, plus an exclusive podcast we put out once a week. You'll also get access to our news feed. We've got a comment section set up as well as a discussion board, so get signed up to us over there. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at tips at dynamicandependence.com, and we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We are available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcast, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, that would be fantastic as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that'll do it for today. So thanks for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.